The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to the second half of the Patricia Raskin Show. And we are talking about a very old system of health, one of the oldest, called Ayurveda. And we're talking about what it means, which is the science of life. And we have a great person who's on with us today. Her name is Jessica Farrell. She's the community Ayurvedic herbalist. And she's talking about um, Ayurveda, which is a holistic health system that is rooted in the knowledge that wellness is a unique and personal path that begins from deep within. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, Patricia. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, tell us what Ayurveda is. Well, as you said, Patricia, Ayurveda is literally the science of life. It's a holistic medicinal system that understands our physical body as well as the inner systems and the inner workings of our minds. It also recognizes us as um, our true nature, a spirit or cosmic consciousness. Hmm. And how did you get interested in it? Oh, well, you can say I was looking for Ayurveda from quite a young age and um, began my journey in the science of psychology, which um, seems a little far from it, which it was, and, and that led me to study yoga. And um, about two years um, into that, becoming a yoga teacher, I picked up a book about Ayurveda and uh, three months later, I moved across the country to study at um, one of the best schools in our country at that time. Mm. Wow. So what can people talk, talk first? Let's first talk about there are three components of Ayurveda. There's vita, vata, pitta, and kapha. Explain those three basic attributes. Okay. Well, every living being, every living creature has three basic attributes. So everything has form and structure. Everything has the ability to move as well as the ability to digest or transform what it takes in. And so vata is the force behind all movement. So if a person, we all have a unique blend of these three things, vata, pitta, and kapha. If an individual has a lot of vata in them, this person has a lot of movement through their nervous system, they have a lot of energy in their body, and their minds will tend to move quickly. Mm-hmm. And then there's pitta. Pitta is, is transformation or digestion. And what this means is that pitta has um, very good appetite, 
It has the ability to very efficiently transform food into energy or tissue. And that same energy um, is in the pitta intellect. So they have the ability to digest information from the environment very quickly and very efficiently. So they're quite intellectual. And then there's kapha. And kapha is form. And kapha, um, kapha people will tend to have very strong bodily structures. They have nice thick bones and thick um, skin and big eyes, and they tend to be very stable, calm, um, steady and slow-moving people. Mm -hmm. So if you looked at the other side of all of those, so for example, a kapha, the other side might be somebody who's too slow or it doesn't move enough, right? And a person like the Vata might be, who moves a lot, might be somebody who's overactive or hyperactive. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Mm. And what about the, what, what would be the opposite side of the Pitta? Well, Pitta is with that strong intellect. They tend to burn themselves out. They're very intellectual. They have lots of energy for intellectual pursuits. Um, but sometimes they go a little overboard and burn themselves out. Mm, like the workaholic a little bit. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so when we look at all of this, how does this relate to, you know, our digestion and our whole system and making sure our system is working properly? Mm, that's a great question. What your unique balance of vata, pitta, and kapha does is it influences not only what your body structure looks like, but also how your body functions. So, for example, we've got our pitta person. Um, For them to, it would be helpful for them to understand their nature so that, well, they can avoid the burnout. (laughs) Um, Also, so that they can take care of their body and make sure they've got enough nutrition to eat. Um, make sure that they are having downtime to relax and play, time when they're not necessarily out accomplishing and conquering the world. They also need to know things like how to take care of their skin. Pittas are very sensitive to the sun. They burn really hot, so they don't need a whole lot of heat for their sun to get things like heat rashes or sunburns really easily. So that's, all right, and what would be the next one? Let's look at kapha, for example. Yeah, so kaphas. Um, kaphas, now, because they have a lot of form inherently by nature, they don't need a whole lot to eat to maintain, um, to maintain their health. So kaphas tend to be people who um, are really great chefs because they have a developed sense of smell and taste, but they need to be aware that they very little bit of food satisfies them. And their diet, they do best with a diet that is really light, so not a whole lot of um, protein or um, carbohydrates. More so vegetables and beans are better for them, and they'll feel better. And in terms of functionality, kaphas do best with only six, maybe to seven hours of sleep. If they oversleep, they feel really lethargic and really slow. Mm-hmm. All right, so the advantage of understanding which one of these types you are is to help you sort of understand your own nature, would you say? 
Oh, absolutely. Understand your physical body and the things that your physical body needs, like in terms of food, diet, or, or food, exercise, um, even the colors to surround yourself to either uplift you if you're a kapha or calm you down if you're a vata or a pitta. So it helps in the physical sense. It also helps to understand, it will help you to understand yourself emotionally. So vatas tend to be, tend towards anxiety. So if they understand that, that that's their tendency, um, then they'll create a lifestyle that is low stimulation. You know, so just be mindful of um, how uh, often they... That would be the vata. Want. Yeah, that would be vata. Yeah, yeah. and that, and I am a vata. And I would say that that's very, very true for me. I have, I do, I do get anxious. It's just part of my system. I, yeah. you know, I, and, and you're right. One of the things that I do to help myself is when I'm working, I always have calm music. I will exercise a lot. I'll walk, I'll move. And that, that does moderate me and calms me down. But I definitely, that's part of my nature. I've just always been that way. It helps to confirm your feelings already. You know, if you tend to gravitate, for example, if you're a body, you tend to gravitate towards more calming, slower things because you've already got a lot of inner energy. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I do. I go for comment. If you put me in a room of like loud, loud music, you know, and a lot of activity and yelling, uh, which I was in yesterday when I went to a concert, it's too much for me. It's just it overloads me. And it makes me just very edgy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it helps to know that, you know, hey, that's okay. For, for you, that's okay. The coffers should go in that room because then they'll start moving <laughs> and dancing yeah. maybe. <laughs> that's so funny. That's really funny. Well, how do they get along, though? Like, how would a kapha person get along with a vata person? Very slow and very fast. How does that work? Does one help each other? Well, apart from compl- relationships being as complicated as they tend to be, um, if we go right to the very basics without considering the complications, um, these, you know, these doshas, as we call them, vata, pitta, and kapha, can actually come together, as you're saying, vata and kapha can actually complement each other. But at the same time, under different circumstances, maybe stressful circumstances, they could drive each other nuts. <laughs> Yeah, so, for so example, vatas tend to be a little scattered. Um, they tend to, they really have this great sense of adventure. They like to kind of have days where they just are able to just go with the flow. Now, if they have a, a pitta partner, per se, pittas are very serious. They're very focused. They like to plan their day. And they're, they're, they tend to like to talk about things that are grounded maybe in facts and have a point. So their vata partner with their scattered imagination might kind of drive them a little crazy because they're, they're too up in the air. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They want the more grounded. Yeah. Very interesting. Absolutely. All right. We have a couple minutes before our break. So um, talk about what is Ayurveda's understanding of what causes disease? Mm. Well, Ayurveda's understanding of what causes disease really comes down to how we're living our day-to-day life and making our decisions. So they have three basic causes of disease. Um, One is excess movement. And this is a hard one to manage these days because we're all moving very quickly. 
So mm-hmm. excess movement, well, in, other, in other words, what we're doing with our physical body, how fast we're physically moving through life, but also how mentally fast we're moving. Ayurveda mm-hmm. is not going to say, hey, you, you need to quit your job and not do this and not travel. The way you would use Ayurveda in this way to slow down time would be to slow down your mind. So maybe taking, you know, two, three-minute breaks a day just to sit and maybe look out a window and try to quiet your mind, try to just focus on your breath. That would be Ayurveda's prescription there. Mm. And then the other cause of disease is ignoring your inner wisdom and allowing your ego desires to kind of win in your decision-making. Mm-hmm. And this is a tough one. You know, mm-hmm. For example, if we're deciding what to have for lunch, um, it's hard to decipher which inner voice is, you know, the inner voice that really likes to eat the, the cheeseburger and french fries and saying, is voting for that, get the cheeseburger. Or it's yeah. your, your wisdom yeah. voice, your intuition. Right. But what you're saying is, is, what you're saying is that the, the voice knows. That you, you know inside what's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, we're so, going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the wisdom of Ayurveda in terms of understanding disease, what are some of the healing practices, how can someone find an Ayurvedic center or practitioner, how do you know if a consultation would be useful, talking about your children and how, or grandchildren, how Ayurveda could help them. So you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show, and I'm Patricia Raskin, and my guest is Jessica Farrell, and she is a licensed Ayurvedic practitioner. Is that correct, Jessica? Did I say that right? Well, I'm not licensed, but um, I'm a certified <laughs> All right, all right, and I know that's something you're working toward right now, too, as well. All right, stay tuned, folks. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health. All kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are back, and you are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. And I have with us on the phone today Jessica Farrell. And she is an Ayurvedic educator and practitioner. And uh, she's been a master teacher for Ayurveda as well. Welcome back, Jessica. Thank you, Patricia. All right. Tell us just, for those of people just tuning in, explain again what Ayurveda is. And then we were talking about licensing. And I said you were licensed, but you're saying that the licensure hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen in the next year or two for people in the Ayurvedic field. Yes, um, so Ayurveda is a holistic medicinal system caring for the body, mind, and spirit. Um, in terms of licensure, it, I am actually part of a, a committee of the National Ayurvedic Medical Association, mm. and we are putting together the licensure exam, which should be available for people to take, and it will license them on a national level um, to be either recognized as an Ayurvedic counselor um, which is like a lifestyle kind of counselor or an Ayurvedic practitioner, which would be my level where we can care for and manage diseases. Yeah, that is, that's really, really important. Talk about some of the healing practices. Well, Ayurveda incorporates really anything and everything to do with the lifestyle. So our goal is to create an environment, a daily life, that can meet somebody's needs and so will help them thrive. So we use, you know, diet, we use herbs, we help someone navigate uh, what kind of exercise would be best for their body type. We also use the five sense therapies, so aromatherapy, color therapy, sound therapy, touch therapy. All of that is very, very helpful. So in your issue, you said you're using the five senses. All five senses, which makes a difference. Any particular um, herbs that Ayurveda suggests or diet plan, or is it very individual? It's very individual, but it, it's all very individual. Diet is depending on your balance of vata, pitta, and kapha. Um, for herbs, we look at that in terms of understanding the person's makeup, the vata, pitta, kapha. Also, which dosha is out of balance? Um, and then we look at the person's digestive system to see um, how much help this body needs in digesting the herbs. Mm-hmm. So, and in terms of diet, again, did, now, is there a different diet or different kinds of foods suggested for the different body types, the vata, pitta, and kapha? There are, absolutely. And as I mentioned earlier, Kapha does better with a, a much lighter diet. And when I say lighter, you know, um, it's just quite as simple as uh, holding a potato in one hand and a piece of lettuce in the other and saying, which one's lighter? <laughs> so, you know, literally lighter foods are, easy, are better for Kapha. How about a vada? I bet it would be heavier oh, foods for vada. The vada would eat the potato. <laughs> and and the pizza, what about the meat? Has- what about meat and chicken and protein? 
uh, protein is also very important for vata as well, and pitta should include some protein in their diet too. They just want to, you know, be mindful of what types of protein are going to be best for their body type. That's for, for, for pitta. Yeah, so for example, for pitta, um, if we look at the different meats that are available, um, for pitta, the lighter meats are going to be a lot better because they have a lot of, they have a lot less heat in them than the darker meats, like the red meats. Mm-hmm. And for vata, they'd actually want to gravitate towards those darker meats. Yeah, and it's so interesting, have- interesting again, you know, when you talk about you kind of your nature, I am a vata. I mean, I have some pitta, but I'm a vata, and I do gravitate toward protein more toward meat fish it just i I, my body seems to want that it counters the lightness of vata so vata tends to feel light yeah and if i eat too much salad or too much it's not substantive enough for me so i guess that's all part of our nature absolutely if Vatas have a salad diet, um, they would become more anxious, potentially have, you know, issues with dryness in their skin or the digestive tract. They just wouldn't feel good. They might even have trouble sleeping. So interesting, these different types. All right, let's talk about an Ayurvedic constitution and working with a practitioner and how somebody can find out whether they're a Vidapada or Kapha or, as you said, a combination we're not all one. We have different elements. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's first say that um, to find a practitioner, I really recommend people go to the National Ayurvedic Medical Association website, which is um, ayurvedanama.org. Um, and they have a list of practitioners that they have, um, that they've certified. So, Someone would work with a practitioner, and the practitioner would do an extensive intake, uh, looking at the person's physical features as well as um, determining their what their functionality is like, how their emotions are, and then that practitioner would um, help the person to create a lifestyle by implementing step by step different things in their life that would really keep them balanced, creating that optimal lifestyle so they can feel optimally well. Yeah, very, very important. All right, so how does somebody find out about their children's constitution, and will that help? I mean, should we be starting at a young age to find this out? Well, I mean, I, I've worked with a lot of children. Um, what I find is children that are three and under sometimes are a little bit tricky to tell with those sweet, round faces. Um, but for those children that are three and under, primarily um, moms are bringing them to me for cough syrup or, um, you know, maybe some salves to help them sleep better at night. But uh, it is important to start routine with children right away, you know, especially those younger years, to just get them into that rhythm so that they're well-rested. Children that are older, um, it does absolutely help for them to, you know, know how to do basic things like what kind of environment to set up in their room, you know, things that can help them to study the most efficiently. So, for example, vatas, um, they're not going to do well if they're forced to sit down for an hour to study. Vatas are going to do well studying in little increments, so maybe 20-minute periods and they can get up and kind of run around, let their energy out, and then come back to that. 
They also like to engage all their senses when they're studying. So they might be using colored pencils and drawing pictures. Whereas your pittas can, you know, they can burn right through a three-hour session of studying. No problem. You might want to actually encourage the pitta to get up in the middle and have a, you know, have a little break and have some water and have some tea. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where the vada would, ha- would need breaks. I'm sorry? The vada would need more breaks. The vada would need more breaks because it's hard for them to just keep their focus on one thing unless it's something that engages all their senses like dancing mm-hmm. or art. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, if it's studying for history tomorrow, um, it'd be really hard for them just to sit and study. It's got to become interactive for them or they need to take a lot of breaks. And it's, and it's interesting here because one of the things you compare a con- finding out what you're pattern is or finding out about this is you talk about um, it would be like knowing if your vehicle it would be like find, knowing if your vehicle was needed diesel or unleaded actually <laughs> it really would yeah alright we're going to have to close Jessica and let people know please let me know how they can find you well my website is www.ct in Connecticut ayurveda.com um, you could Google my name, Jessica Farrell, Three minutes. and you would like to find me that way, too. And I All have right. a, uh, my phone number is 401, my office phone number, 401-323-4638. All right, terrific, yeah. terrific. All right, Jessica, and your website again? It's C-T Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E. Com. All right. Thanks so much for being on the program. It was really great. Thank you so much, Patricia. All right. Hold on a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up the Patricia Raskin Show. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.